welcome to another episode of EY Access. I'm your host for today, Megan Bryson, and I'm filling in for Eric Young, joined today by uh, Dave Pelton from Vertex. Hi, Dave. Hi. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing fine. We're busy here at the moment. I, you know what? I, I can't tell you how much we have thought about you guys since the Supreme Court ruling came down. First of all, before we get into the nitty-gritty of what we're here to talk about, I understand you're the strategy and product management leader at Vertex. Tell me what that means and what you do over there. Well, I, I'm, I'm really focused on a certain piece of our business around our, our, our calculation um, products and I'm working on strategy as well as ensuring strategy execution. So it's actually a pretty exciting role. Yeah, especially right now, right? Uh, yeah, our, our world changed dramatically last week. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we're, we've are we called Vertex, and we've asked them to help us out here with this Supreme Court ruling and to shed some light on it. Vertex is our trusted sales and use tax automation partner. Um, do you want to just touch on briefly what Vertex does, and then we'll kind of start talking about the case? Uh, sure. Uh, Vertex has been around for about 40 years now through multiple generations of, of products. We do... Sales tax calculation, actually calculation of, of VAT and a number of other taxes. We have a, a global product. We also do returns compliance on a global basis. So we're your kind of end-to-end transaction tax um, solution, as well as income tax. We have some income tax products as well. Okay, great, great. Now, you know, taxes, I don't think there's anyone on earth that hasn't heard about the Supreme Court ruling that just happened. I know, you know, whether you're a consumer or you're a merchant, it's going to affect you. Uh, as a consumer, I'm bummed. Things are going to be more expensive. As an e-commerce person, I'm very interested in how this is going to affect all of us and how it's going to affect all of our merchants and how it's going to change the industry. So let's jump right in here. You know, the Supreme Court just handled a case uh, called South Dakota versus Wayfair. Explain to me, if you can, what that was all about. Well, it was really about, uh, there was a famous case back decided in 1992 that defined when a company had to collect tax in a state. And they had a like a physical nexus, which which a variety you could get physical nexus by having employees in the state, by you know selling enough times in the state through conferences. There were a number of items that gave you physical nexus, and the court in the in the case was about economic nexus, which means that it was really important for for e-commerce players because it was really hinging on you should have nexus if you sell a certain amount of product in our in our state, even if you don't have this physical nexus. And, and the, the trick about the nexus was, this term was, if you have physical nexus, you had to collect and remit tax. So it was very, it was, it was very interesting. We had, there's a lot of large companies uh, in, the, in the country that set up operations so they had limited physical nexus, so that they gotcha. didn't have to collect in a lot of states. And many of them were doing a lot of business in a lot of states. And, and what the states were saying is, hey, there's so many sales. You know, by 2020, there'll be 40% of online, 40% of sales in general will be online. Mm-hmm. And we can't lose all that revenue. Flowing right into my next question here, what did the Supreme Court ultimately decide? They, they decided that it was, there was enough of the proportion of revenue that was starting to go through e-commerce uh, sites that they needed to change the view of Nexus. So they really bought into this economic view of Nexus as being a more up-to-date uh, view that serves the current business environment a lot better. Uh, so they just they decided to change the nexus. They're still sending it back to the lower courts in South Dakota. 
to, to redefine, you know, what, what they say economic nexus is. But South Dakota had said, we think a company is doing a lot of business in our state if they either have 200 transactions or $100,000 worth of sales. And the Supreme Court said, okay, that sounds, you know, fairly reasonable. They didn't say that that is the limit that they should apply. Uh, but what's interesting is South Dakota is a very small state, so it's you got to be a fairly large company to get to $100,000 in sales in South Dakota. So that 100000 may vary by state, uh, which is interesting. Yeah, the case isn't done yet because it's got to go back to, you know, South Dakota to kind of work on it a little bit more. Uh, but this will end up rippling well beyond South Dakota. I'm glad you said that. How does this change the way that remote sellers are currently collecting tax and, and their responsibility to collect tax? Well, I, I think that will be the big effect. I think um, companies have tried to limit their nexus, their physical nexus in the past, and this will change. This will take, It could take them from collecting sales tax in five states or ten states to having to collect it all 45 states that have sales tax obligations. So they could very quickly have to, and, and, the, and the trick with sales tax is every state has different laws. In some states, clothes are tax-free. In other states, they're taxable. They have different definitions. In, in one interesting case that we always talk about, there's a state that has um, a different definition of sales tax for a Twix candy bar versus a Snickers candy bar. Oh, my gosh. You're kidding. So, and now, and for companies to understand at that level, uh, and it's funny because we, we ask, uh, you know, uh, we, we ask audiences when we're talking about that, tell us why. And it takes a while. It's actually that the Twix bar is classified as a cookie. So that's taxed differently than a Snickers. I would never know that. <laughs> so, so, so imagine an individual merchant having to understand the tax laws across all the states. And, and they change fairly rapidly as well. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's impossible. And that's why we always recommend a tax partner to help stores with their tax needs and, and don't want merchants to just try and wing it and set it up themselves. I mean, you can get yourself in a lot of trouble quickly if you're, if you're not properly collecting and reporting taxes and things like that. You know, we kind of touched on it. We were talking about candy bars and clothes. What type of businesses will this affect? And I think more importantly, it's not just, I think it'll affect everyone, but it's going to affect everyone differently, like you were saying. Yeah, it, it really depends on what they're selling. You know, we have clients that sell everything, so it affects them in a big way. You know, if you're if you're selling a smaller subset of, of products, you might be able to kind of find ways to handle it. Um, but one of the values, basically a value of, of, of automation like we have, is that we've got one large content team uh, looking at all the laws across all the states and putting that into one system and constantly updating that. So when it changes, you don't your business you're not thinking about. The tax. You just have you have to collect it, you have to remit it, but it's really a pass. So it doesn't about add any value to your business. So it's it's really a little bit of a headache to manage. Oh gosh, yeah. And if I'm an e-commerce business owner, what do I need to be doing right now? And what do I need to be doing, you know, in the next six months, next year? What's the roadmap look like for me so I can stay compliant with these new? what these new laws are going to be. Yeah, it, it, it kind of depends on how quickly the states react. There's, we've seen there's about 10 states that currently seem to have a law in, in place today that align to South Dakota's laws. So, so, so merchants could, could be saying, oh, my God, I've got to expand my 
by taxation for those 10 states, but we expect over the next 12 months that to grow. Every state is looking for more revenue. So we expect that that will be, you know, 45 states, you know, 12 months from now. Uh, which is going to be which is going to be challenging without without some way of automating. What's something that people should be doing right now to stay compliant? I think frankly, I think a lot of the first place that a lot of the a lot of the customers, the merchants, will turn is to their their accounting firm to get their advice on well, what should I do? You know, this is this is a problem. I think there's going to be a problem for me. Can you help me understand what I should do? And I think in most cases they will end up depending if they're. It really depends on their size. Mm-hmm. If they're under a certain a certain size, and they're not going to hit the thresholds like that South Dakota set up. So it's really not it, it's not every mom and pop that has an e-commerce uh, you know platform. It's really it's, it's definitely getting down to the small and medium-sized businesses though. So, uh, but we you know our our phone is starting to ring off the hooks. People are coming to us saying, "What do you have, and what and what do you need help with?" And you really need you need to be able to calculate the tax. You know, at the time of, of checkout, and then at the end of the month or the end of the quarter, you need to comply by sending in returns as well. It's possible to automate that entire process. You set it up, you know, it takes a little bit of a cycle to set it up, and then it's automated. A solution like Vertex is going to do just that. It's going to automate the, the, the rates on certain items. It's going to help with the monthly returns. Can you kind of get into that a little bit more and help us understand? Yeah, yeah. You, you basically connect our system into your shopping cart, both, you know, depending on your e-commerce software at the quote time and at the checkout time. And we we keep our, our content, our tax, you know, rules and, and rates constant. Uh, we have a process every month where we send out a new a new update of any changes that take place. Um, and then at the end of the month, there's, there's different, depending on the size of your business, you might have to file monthly or quarterly. So depending on that, we would... We can put together the filing for you, even the payment for you. But it's really, it's, it's. I mean, some of the edge cases besides the, like the candy bar instance I gave you before, is many, many re- retailers and merchants sell like tax school supplies. In a lot of states, in August or July, they will have a, a tax-free holiday on certain things like pencils and paper and, and erasers and computers. So for this two or three-week period. They will. You have to change your tax. You have to say, okay, these all these items aren't taxable in Alabama, in Georgia. Oh, they're still taxable in Virginia and Kansas. And our our tax automation software will do that automatically. So to produce the right results, you know, and, and file the right the right software. I think the big thing that I I take away from all of this is it's just. It's too complicated, and there's too many niche areas of it, and there's too many different moving pieces and parts to try and manage it on your own. And really, if you're if you're selling a good amount of volume online, you really need to find a trusted partner to help kind of walk you through all of this, so that you can stay compliant and you can stay on top of things. Yeah, and you know, we 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 find you know we have companies of all sizes, but uh, we we find sometimes the state auditors you know, contact the company, they're interested in doing an audit, and they find out, you know, that they're using a software to stay compliant, and then they decide not to, the state decides not to do the audit. So in some cases, it might scare away an auditor. Uh, we've heard about, anecdotally, about situations like that. And, you know, I, I got to imagine the states are, are probably in the process of trying to figure out how they can hire more auditors uh, to get out on the, on the streets and get after more companies that haven't that aren't collecting tax 
especially with you know all this additional tax revenue to be collected. Um, so just sort of wrapping up here, you know, I know things are obviously still playing out. Where is a good resource for merchants and consumers and everyone to sort of stay on top of the news? I know you said that the case really isn't complete yet. Is there a place, you, does Vertex have a resource center that merchants can check in on and, and sort of see updates and status of things? Uh, yeah, Vertex does. It's, if you just go to our website, it's, uh, you know, it's on our it's on our homepage at this point. It's mostly you know, one of the biggest biggest things that's happened in, in the sales tax world in a long time. Uh, we're at www.vertexinc.com. Okay, great. Uh, you can find out you know, the information we have. Uh, we also have, you know, we we keep up to date on on other you know experts in the field as well. So you can probably find information about what other people are saying as well. Awesome, awesome. And Dave, I know you guys are going to be hosting a webcast soon. I know I plan on tuning in, and so does some of the other team here at EY Studios. Um, can you give me some details about that webcast, and we'll also include a, a sign-up link in the post? Sure. It's on July 10th at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we'll have several Vertex people on, on the panel, along with myself. I so appreciate your time today. You know, us and everyone else who's kind of going through this change will be looking to partners like you to sort of help us through it and lead the way. So I really appreciate it. I know you're running around with your hair on fire and love that you could call in today and give us some information. Well, th thanks for the opportunity to, uh, you know, tell the world about this. This event is going to affect a lot of people, a lot of companies out there. Appreciate the opportunity just to kind of share some of my knowledge. Thanks so much, Dave. And join us next time for another episode of EY Access.